The Fellowship of the Real is going live starting February 18th. The podcast will still be the polished, shiny, beautiful thing it is, but if you want to see the ugly side, the unedited side, the we'll-fix-it-in-the-mix side, then tune in February 18th at 10 a.m. U.S. Central Standard Time, or thereabouts. You can ask questions and leave comments during the show, and we will do our level best to respond. This time, we will be reviewing Hot Fuzz and Blade Runner The Final Cut. Yep, that's right. Tuning in live allows you to get a review weeks before it comes out. Did I mention it will be ugly, unedited, and that we'll have to fix it in the mix? See us there. Facebook.com, Fellowship of the Real. Are you recording this? Studying a movie in the mechanical level, I think, can, can really bring some revelation. I believe that no one says that to make a bad movie, with the exception of... On paper, this should work. Yeah, this should work. But I, I just don't like it. it. That's your own fault if you haven't seen it. Way over budget. Start cutting yeah, right, yeah, scenes. Even the actors don't know what that movie is about. Shit, I, I wish I wrote that. Which I love the title, but that movie's trash. Well, it's oatmeal, man. It's good for you. Okay, here we are. Fellowship of the Real. Four friends in a movie. Uh, this is my pick, uh, another John Hughes movie. Uh, I am a big fan of John Hughes as a writer, um, especially. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. This is a Thanksgiving pick. I can't think of that many Thanksgiving movies, but I wanted to, since we did the Halloween thing, I wanted to, uh, any excuse to do a John Hughes movie, of course, but I wanted to maybe do something for Thanksgiving, and this, this filled two, two checks, John Hughes and a Thanksgiving movie. One Man's Journey to Get Home for Thanksgiving. It had a budget of, I want to say, $15 million. I wrote it down somewhere. I think it was $15 million. Uh, I see a budget of $15 million. Yes, okay, budget of $15 million. A domestic uh, of $49 million. So definitely made its money back and then some. It was never released internationally, which I found strange. I did not realize that 100% of its box office is domestic, 49530000 Well, they don't really do Thanksgiving anywhere else. Yeah. Other than North America, I guess, or I guess. the United States. Uh, but, I, I mean, I, I think Thanksgiving is the setting of this movie, but I think, sure. I think this movie should have universal appeal. I, this movie is, is really... Oh, there it is, 15 million. Yeah. This movie... Uh, yeah, I, I really like this movie, so... Critics over its life have given it 92%, uh, three and a half stars and above. Fans, I, I would have expected fans to be more, 87%. I would want to see that higher because I think that if you see this movie, that you should love this movie. But <laughs> only 87% of the people agree with me on that anyway. Uh, yeah, so this is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. When did this one come out? 87. 87, 87 yeah, so yeah. Yeah, this has just been one of those movies that's always been around, always been on the TV at some point in my life. Yeah. Like I was saying, I've seen all of the movie, just never all at once. Yeah. So this this gave me a chance to sit down and Watch it. view it in sequence. Yeah. This uh, John Hughes really uh, gets you in the feels, as Chris says, in his movies, and this one especially. I, I really dig the ending of this movie or whatever, but we can talk about that when we get to it or whatever. So. Yeah, this is just a movie about going home and one of the worst just travel delays and everything. I think we've all had that. When we went to Maine just this last time, 
we had an eight hour layover in DC. Yeah, that's and that was bad enough as it was. Yeah, because we didn't want to leave. We didn't want to do anything. It was just eight hours, so I slept. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Just took a Xanax and I was out. Yeah, my my first year in my current job as a manager, like um, uh, the week of Thanksgiving, I went to Little Rock and we we, we almost got stuck there. Oh jeez. So like never again have I gone around a holiday. Um, right. But yeah, like it was so bad. Like we were just like our flight kept getting delayed, kept getting. We we're like, you know, we're five hours. Let's rent a car and just drive home. Make sure we get there. And we were this close to doing it, and finally, you know, we we're able to get on a. It was my boss and I we were able to get on a flight. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> never again are we. Uh, you know, do I book a flight anywhere near the holiday? Right. I think everybody has a just a horror travel story. Well, it's also the. And it's the most traveled day. I think it is. Yeah. Biggest travel day in the yeah, year. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? And that's that's yeah. Because some people don't have a choice. If you want to see your family, you got to do right. what you need to do to get there. Yeah. yeah. And he's this came from a John Hughes story where a, a quick travel home ended up being five days because his plane yeah. got diverted to Phoenix or something. Like, oh, I already know that. Just it's yeah. just ridiculous. I think with any John Hughes story, you get you get the full package, full story. I I think this is no exception. My opening image, uh, obviously, it's two days before Thanksgiving. It may even say that. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, Neil, uh, who is a marketing executive, I guess, are presenting a project to their boss who is apparently a bit meticulous. Neil, under the gun but obligated to stay, is encumbered by... So so when you're looking for an opening image, uh, you're looking for the before state. And, And so throughout this movie, poor Neil is going to be encumbered by... I have the phrase encumbered by idiots, which is a, a, a line from Young Guns 2 or whatever. Encumbered by idiots, we, Press we pressed on. Throughout this movie, Neil has one challenge after another in the, in, in, in the form of other people, you know, especially John Candy's character. But it's, but it's really not, though. It's really he's in his own way. Right. Yes. Because yes. he won't go with the flow. I mean, yeah, it appears that it, there's other people. And yes, yes I guess there is time. a there is a significant growth uh, yeah. to, to to Neil. Because just even in this opening scene, the other guy, the other executive who's sitting across the table from it's Ferris Bueller's dad. Um, yeah. He's uh, he's in the same boat. He's stuck. But he instead of rushing, he booked himself a later flight, an eight o'clock flight. And he's not stressed out like Steve Martin right, is. Right. He's more he's already like going with the flow like i feel like he's already where steve needs to be sure. by the end of the movie no no yeah. neil is uh neil neil expects things to be a certain way yep go according to plan yeah he's yes. not a go with the flow kind of guy right and i think plan that's actually out brought out to happen. Yeah. quite uh, quite poignantly later All right. he's under the gun obligated to encumbered by idiots uh and under pressure he's he spends most of this movie under pressure now. Under pressure of his own making. Yes, I of think his so. Own expectations. Yeah. His own expectations about how the world should work. His boss immediately, finally getting out from his boss. There is this scene with, uh, and I forgot that. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> this whole cab competition, uh, which nearly cost him his life. You know, he almost gets run over. In a bit of foreshadowing, trips over the case that is all, that is carried by Dell. Uh, loses the cab to Dell during negotiations with the guy. You know. Yeah, a uh, man who would give fifty would give a hundred or whatever. You know. Yeah, right. I uh, did not think necessarily. I thought it was pretty easy to get a cab in rush hour. It's like, ah, <laughs> right. Yeah. But again, I mean, all these. I mean, speaking to to just use strength as a writer, just all these obstacles, all this crazy shit. This guy's willing to do to get a cab. Yes. He's willing to, you know, bribe a guy. You know, right. all the way up to fifty, seventy-five bucks. We're talking about race a guy down the street who's younger than you. Sure. Right across the way, just to try to get a cab is you know all of that. 
to try to make it home as opposed to just go with the flow because Dale gets a cab because he's going with the flow, right? Sure, yes. Yeah, he does kind of steal it a little bit, but he didn't. You know, I love his. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but the you stole my cab. I've never stole anything in my life. Like yeah. I, I mean, it's completely like he's so go with the flow. He's unaware almost of the stuff around him. Yes, um, and and we'll we'll talk about this as we get into it as he is joined at the hip with Dell throughout this movie. Yeah. Dell is a master and a master and a, a master negotiator of the world that he is in. Yeah. And 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 Steve Neil, is not. Steel is not yeah. uh, Neil is not. Yeah. Uh there anyway. Before we get too far, I was gonna say it and um just a little thing. Like I really like the beginning when the titles come across, you hear all the sounds of planes, yeah, trains, yes. and automobiles, like, you know, and, and multiple cars in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know, I just thought it was kind of cool. It's yes. a little thing, but I, I liked it. Uh, we are given a ticking clock, minutes to spare, flight delay. So he gets to the airport, he's got minutes to spare, but then delay, 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 delay. Uh, a man, Neil, subject to the whims and chaos of others to include getting bumped from first class to coach. He has almost a meltdown there, where he has yet again to encounter his nemesis, Dell. So he's going to continually bump into Dell. Uh, until it becomes apparent that they are going to remain together. His nemesis, I call him. That book he was reading yep. at the airport. Say that. Go ahead. What is it called? Um, it's called the, uh, the Canadian, Canadian Mounted. Mounted. <laughs> I have a note about that. Go ahead. Everybody has notes. You yeah, guys go James ahead. Started. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that's in Deadpool. Is it? That's yeah. the book Ryan Reynolds is reading. I did not know that. <laughs> Deadpool. Well, I, I, since you it's brought it up. It's not a real book. It's not a real book. No. Well. Dell reading the book The Canadian Mounted. Okay, so now Dell is completely oblivious. at home. Well, yep. oblivious, but he's he's oblivious because he is totally comfortable with who he is. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 I, I like me. Yeah, he'll say later. Which in, wife likes me in, in one of the a, a very poignant moment. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, a piece of adult fiction establishes him as a man comfortable in his own skin, unashamed of who he is and what he likes. Like Dell is, you know, yeah. this is who I am. Take me or leave me. He even says that later. You know, right. Steve uh, Neal is not decidedly yeah. like that. Uh, just unapologetically reading clearly what is, you know. Well, it's it's about as uptight of person you can get with the most oblivious person yes, you can get. It's the odd couple on steroids. Yes. It's yeah, really that's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I was just going to say, the note I had about that book is there's, uh, you can buy like a, it's a trivia uh, about this movie now. Yeah. Like, and it's called the same title and the same cover, even with that, with the girl on the front. Really? Yeah, but you can buy it. The Canadian uh, Mounted, but it's a, a trivia about this movie. That's, that's so amazing. It, the whole thing's a, a tribute to this movie. and Which I think is a testimony to... Because uh, I, it says 87% of the fans, but people who love this movie love this movie, man. You know, so those 87% are hardcore, I think. You know, anyway. Uh, this is all part of the setup. We, so we're, we're meeting... Already we got a very strong opinion about who these two are. Uh, and these are, and Hughes, Hughes is very good. He did it in Breakfast Club very well. And I think he does it in all his movies. Strong characters, archetype characters coming from, from their unique perspective and, and totally honest and faithful to that perspective as the character, you know? Uh, and and so he's, you, yeah. he's very efficient. Like his setup is quick. Yes, very efficient. In a second, you know who this guy is. Yep. Now, you'll get more layers about that. You know, right. On the plane, we takes his shoes off. Oh, uh, his dogs are barking. Oh. Uh. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just love it. Anyway, so yeah, you get who these guys are immediately, and Dell is happy with Dell. I have right down here in the setup, kind meets callous. So Dell is kind, Neil callous. He is, let, he, the world has turned him into uh, just a callous soul. Uh, who expects things to go his way, and when they don't, he 
is not happy. They land, okay, so they get on a plane, they land in Wichita because of the snowstorm in Chicago. Uh, so I have as the catalyst, stuck in Wichita, Dell, the more seasoned traveler, has secured a hotel. Neil does not have one and is faced with a choice. Uh, the floor or more time with Dell, a quick debate, and Dell it is. So right off the bat, we're going to learn that Dell is infinitely familiar with this world and is a master at negotiating the ups and downs of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. was prepared. He already had secured a hotel where yeah. you see um, Neil in line at the payphones yes. because there was no cell phones in 87. Right, right. So they're all in line trying to get a... I was, I was thinking about that when I was watching. I was like, man, nowadays, you want to book a hotel, you just get on your phone and, and you do it all online. Yeah. Like, you know, there's no internet, no cell phones right. in 87. So everybody's at these, you know, freaking long lines trying to get to the, you know, at the payphone. And then, yeah, he can't get one because right. he was not prepared, like you were saying, for the for the world. Yes, uh, Dell is a shower ring salesman, which I'm not even sure that's a real thing. <laughs> there was a movie once where I, I think it's the most obscure job I've ever seen in a movie. Uh, and I don't remember the movie or show or whatever. Uh, but the guy, when asked what he did, he showed you a shoelace and he says, you know, those little plastic pieces that are put on the ends of shoelaces so you can lace Aglets. Your- what is it? They're called aglets. Oh, they have a name. Oh, yes. my God. Yes, they do. He's, he says, that's what I do. I make those. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. You have to reach deep as a writer. To- For those of you who don't know, uh, James's first job was making aglets. Was it? <laughs> I learned it from a Phineas and Ferb episode on Nickelodeon. Nice. Thank you very much. Okay, nice. well. My dog, maybe those guys. They're, yeah. they're, 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 they made a whole song about it, aglets. Okay. How does it go, James? I don't, I don't know. know. Damn. I was, I was like, I'm, it's just one of those things that planted in my mind. Yeah, I don't even remember the movie, but that guy made aglets. <laughs> this guy makes shower, shower. He sells shower rings. There was a there was another movie. These things exist, so that you could argue that they're real jobs. It could be, yeah. Have to be, Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, There was a there was a movie. uh, We're not going to dwell on this. uh, Who sold the guy sold extension cords, different gauges and lengths of extension cords. Oh, the M ninety. Well, that's you know. Oh my, he was (laughs) infinitely familiar with anyway. (laughs) So that's the setup. We got Kind meets Callus, and and the man under pressure meets the man who. I like there's no social pressure whatsoever. I liked how his debate was um was uh, was visual, um and and no uh, very minimal dialogue. Like when he you know he didn't so Neil can't get the hotel. Um, Dale's already got it, so Dale offers you know right. again the the kindness right because if it's reversed, fucking oh, Neil's, Neil's not, not offering Dale to share shit. Um, no. so. But he says, you know, hey, you want to come with me? And he looks over there, sees this poor guy on the floor, sleeping. this guy sleeping, you know, sleeping. And then he turns to him and just nods. Yep, yep, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm there. Yes, I really uh, like that. John Hughes. Uh, we don't even get started on that. I, I, uh, he, to me, he is one of the. He's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the break into two. All right. So, so Dell moves through this world with finesse and an acumen and knowledge. Uh, he is familiar with this world. He has sold shower curtains to everybody along this route, apparently, and knows everybody by name. So he calls Doogie the cab driver and knows Doogie by name and apparently has dealt with him before. And Doogie is not your normal cab driver. (laughs) Is taking them a different way, you know, not the direct route to the hotel. Neil questions this. Well, but in the inside of the cab is there's, you know, uh, pornography all over the inside. (laughs) Half-naked chicks or whatever all over the inside. Yeah, it is not yellow cab number 47, you know, how am I driving car, you know. (laughs) And a little bit creepy, and then but says you know I don't know I don't know what the cab driver says, but but Dell says oh he's proud of his town you know a, a damned rare thing these days <laughs> you know he's proud of his town 
Uh, you know, the cab driver tells him something about, uh, you know, thought you might want to, you know, take a, see the town, look in. The only, if you go on the interstate, the only thing you see on the interstate is interstate. Yeah, right, yeah. right. He's proud of his town. You know, so Dell, you know, obviously this man only has the best intentions. He wants us to see he's proud of his town. That's a noble quality. Neil is chewing nails, right? Yeah, but even then, the, the, Neil's expectations of how a cab cab bride should go yes. are, are not being met. Yeah, know? this this is not what a cab should look like. This is not how a cab driver should act. Right. Uh, yes, but the the cab ride the guy's not assaulting him. He's not you know. Yes, okay, you could argue the pictures are offensive, but Neil, if you just sit back and relax, man, you're being you're in a cab ride. You're going from the airport. You're not sleeping on the right airport floor like you worry right. about. You're being Taken to a place where we'd be able to sleep with a yes, bed. Right. Like, calm down, man. But, right, but nope. Dell and Neil is, yeah. Dell knows these people. Cabby, hotel, he even knows he does the hotel clerk when they check in. Yep. You know, I, I, I saw, saw, I saw them the shower rings. I saw them the shower rings, rings yeah. Rings, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like how he sees the rings later. Yeah, later when he's in the shower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. So, uh, so Neil's breaking it too, I guess, is accepting, right? I'm having his accepting the the ride uh, with Dell or whatever. At this point, he's he's... His world is chaos, and the catalyst is uh, you know, his flight being diverted and, and Dell offering him a ride. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of torn. I had that, like, with him, you know, because I made a comment about earlier about him nodding and accepting. But yeah. part of me, like, says that could still be debate. Um, I, I don't know. I guess because the—I'm jumping ahead, but they had the big argument and the break, you know, and they had the big disagreement yeah, in the argument. in the hotel room. They all get— or, Neil gets back in the bed. Yeah. I feel like that's a big moment. So I was like, my first one was where, is that the break into two? Because he decides to, yeah, despite all this, I'm getting back in the bed. Or I guess his options are going out in the hall. But Right. Know. Well, and then, but even even later on in a restaurant, doesn't he? I think we'd move faster if we separated. Yeah. So several yeah, times. Const- the whole time he's trying to get away from this guy. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, well, the thing, I guess it didn't show it or showed it in the trailers or whatever. But that first night with the, the bed, he had. Spilled beer in the bed. Uh, Dell did. Yeah, we, it's revealed through dialogue. Yeah. yeah, it's revealed through dialogue. He spilled a six-pack of beer. Well, he, he put his, it on the vibrator. the vibrator, and then they, they got all shook up, and they exploded. I didn't know those cans were going to explode. You, you left them on a vibrating <laughs> bed. What did you expect was going to happen? And then, and then the other part was <clears throat> the pizza. They had ordered pizza and all that, and Steve Martin wanted a salad. He had to end up eating pizza. He gave the delivery guy a dollar. Yeah. And that's all. That was all cut out. The delivery guy was the guy that robbed them. Oh, oh was nice. it? Okay, nice. okay, okay. Nice. All right. So he was coming back. You know, a dollar Motiva- tip. Yeah, motivation that. for the robbery. Yeah, yeah. Nice. But uh, obviously, they cut out it. The motivation it still worked, but that was cut out. I mean, him going with Dale is a, is a pretty big decision. So that's probably the breaking too. But I just I feel like getting back in the bed is is a big thing too. Yeah, uh, Catboy has the breaking into two as as uh, Steve and John ride. I guess his name was Wolf. Uh, whose taxiola is part jukebox and part opium den. Steve has entered the upside-down world of Del Griffith, and he won't be the same again. So I guess he's pegging that as the break in the two. They're, they're going with him. Yeah, that's yeah. that's probably right. Uh, his debate is, what will Steve do now? John offers to find Steve lodging for the night. Should Steve join him? That is the question. Uh, his theme stated is, uh, uh, John tells Steve his motto, like your like your work, love your wife. I, I think this, the theme is stated better later. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Home is the place Steve needs to get to out of duty, but his lessons will be learning to appreciate it. I think I think there's a better theme uh, down on the line. Uh, so so far, yeah, Catboy has it breaking where I have it breaking, and I think because yeah. I think later on, uh, like, like Steve Martin is going to be trying to get away from Dell for quite sure. a while. You know, uh, fun and games. 
this whole this whole motel sequence I thought is full of ideas of value. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, this scene is uh, is awesome. Share room, one double bed. You know, the first thing they yeah, see. the music, the reveal, the the camera pans and goes quickly back to the bed. You <laughs> right. know, like revealing shit. They just got one bed. That sucks. Yes. Uh, yeah. Now there is this setup of the uh, and and and. It was set up and paid off so much later that I almost thought that maybe it wasn't a setup because I couldn't remember. But there is this setup of their diners club cards being switched. Uh-huh. Yep. You know. Yeah. Do you think that's Neil's fault, or is it the the hotel manager's fault that they get switched? Because well, Neil hands his card first. He puts that down, and for some reason, when he's talking, I guess he switches because so the the Dale can pay because he switches the cards. Yeah. But he moves uh, Neil's closer to himself. And then he he takes Dale's, runs it, and then sets it closer to them. Yeah. And Neil's thinking, well, I handed my card first. You're done with it. That's got to be mine. And yeah. so he takes it. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I think he's he's just in such a I hurry. It matters on the blame. I just I, I went back and even rewound it because I was thinking this guy's so much in his own way. Yes. even the card switch up his fault, but I couldn't really. I know. I think down I think, one way I think or the he's, other. he's other than being impatient and grabbing. He, he doesn't pay. It, he I don't want to say he doesn't pay attention. He he is in a hurry and. He yeah. If he'd taken a second to look, oh shit, this is yeah. Not if mine. you stop and take a second, the idea that their cards look exactly the same never entered his mind. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that this should be my card. You know. Yeah. I, you know. Uh, yes. Yeah. That it goes back to Neil, his expectation. Yes. It's just an expectation of everything's going to go his way. It should be and right. The yeah. universe is just. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You and can't. so and, and and again, it's it's a very small, very subtle, small, fast way. Again, it's character. It goes right. Yeah. So, so the thing with Hughes is he's not going to waste screen time or page, man. If he's right. writing something, he's got an idea, and I and I think, you know, I never really thought of it. Maybe till now we're speaking, but you can look at it and say, yeah, Neil is acting uh, with haste, and yep. you know, and and that's right to his character. Yeah, I mean, Dale's bullshit when the guy's not in a hurry to get his card back. He's not going to get yeah, the, he, the wrong he, one because he grabs he was it talking so quick. to yep. his friend that yep. he sees, you know, every so often on his route, you know. The shower and no towels. The whole scene where where yeah. this deal is trying to dry off with what a, a washcloth. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like how you didn't even the reveal of that. Like, cause he's in the shower, fucking water stops working. Why he's got soap on his face? Just you know. Yeah. Um, and finally he gets done with the shower, opens the curtain, and it's a disaster in there. Like you never even saw Dale go in there and make right. this mess. Right. But, yeah, it's a complete disaster. The swamp, and, everything. Yes, is, and all that's left yeah. is yeah, a little hand towel to dry off with. And and, and Martin sells that, um, trying to draw draw it dry his back <laughs> with the stupid bullshit towel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, now you could argue, well, Dell was kind of selfish there, but you at this point you know Dell does nothing out of selfishness. Yeah, he he is a good natured guy, and and it just he's oblivious, oblivious, yeah. and, and 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 like with the cab, I never stole anything in my life. Had no animosity towards Steve Martin by using all the, and leave them all. And then over. apologizes and offers to buy him. I and mean, we kind of skipped over that. Once he realized, oh, it was kind of easy. You said earlier, James, well, I guess it was kind of easy to get a cab in rush hour. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I, I guess I did steal your cab. Inadvertently, can I buy a Coke, a sandwich? He offers like 4,000 things to yeah, make yeah. it right. Which I thought was a very cool dialogue, you know. Huh? Huh? Well, yeah, you know? right. <laughs> well, also, when they first walk into the hotel room, he says, do you want to take a shower? And ne- and Neil with his uptight. Uh, uh, what do you? What do you mean? Things. Oh, yes, no, yeah. not together. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. offers it first. I didn't even think. Yeah. I didn't even remember. There that. you go. Because yeah. obviously, Dell's gonna make a yeah. mess. Yes. He knows it. Go, please use what right. you need. And right. okay, always I'll putting take others it. before himself. Whereas Neil's, no, Neil, I want to step to the door first. Had Neil mean. have. Yeah, thank you. I will take a shower. He would have had a clean, pristine yes. bathroom. Right, right. He could have set aside a towel for himself. <laughs> right, right. Yes, yes. It can't get out of his own way, and that's um, 
On the sharing the bed, though, um, when I watch this movie, uh, I am reminded of our, our trip to Austin, where you and I shared a bed. Yeah. Now, it was not near as eventful as this movie, <laughs> right? but um, it, it did suck, as far as sharing a bed. You yeah, know, like, you're a terrible bedmate. Yeah. I, well, I'm not blaming it all on Phil. I, you know, sometimes I don't sleep well with my, with my wife in, no, the, in no, the bed, uh, but uh, you know, I don't know if you feel the same way about it, but yeah, it's it was, enjoyed the trip, sharing the bed sucked. Right, know? right. Well, yes. Because uh, we went down there for Die Hard or something, right? Yeah, and it was, yes. you know, we wanted to obviously not drop a shit ton of money. And so we shared a room and thought it'd be cool. And yeah, in well, hindsight, maybe not. It was the same hotel where, you know, where the, it was right right near the theater where, where uh, what's the name was going to speak? The yes. writer of Die Hard. And uh, you're not, you're going to pay premium prices. That, that's it what was a Driscoll, right? So, yes. yeah. So it's a fancy yeah. hotel. Did you have there? that moment when you walked into the hotel room and you looked at the bed and. <laughs> no, I, th- no I guess we knew. I had a, we knew we were going to share a bed, and oh, it'd be cool. Like I, you know, yeah, yeah, and underestimated, you know, how well that would go. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. Uh, this again, this is uh, this is one of the anchors of this movie, I think. Yeah, the shower, no towels, and then the sleeping. The contrast of this chaos with the peaceful world. Okay, so so Neil's life is in chaos, and he calls home, and his wife is there, and it's all soft music and very calm. And so Neil, immediate contrast to the hell that Neil is in versus the paradise that he's yeah, trying to yeah. get to, you know. I didn't even catch that, like, just how, mm-hmm. like, I noticed how subdued she was, and, like, Stacy even thought she seemed too, like, very cold yeah. and, like, not very loving. But, yeah, I think that that's all speaks to the music and the what you just said, the it's very yeah. calm. Complete, uh, you know, contrast to the chaos he's in. Yes. And Neil has, uh, he absolutely implodes here. The contrast... Uh, words hurt and Dell sells it. The speech, this speech. Oh, when they can't sleep. Yeah, yeah. They yes. can't, uh, he can't sleep because uh, yeah. the, the beer and, and the, yeah, he's sleeping in the beer and he's clearing and, the signs, all uh, the stuff. He can't he even tries to read. With even like him with a lighter. Like, who does that? Like, I I, I'm, I couldn't see. Like, that's not enough light for me over to try to read in bed. Yeah. Well, but he's, again, as Dale being super considerate. Yes. But even the, like the flick of a lighter is pissing fucking he's Dale He's trying off. to be considerate. Yeah. He just doesn't. He doesn't have the best way of well, doing yes, it. Well, yes, but but it all comes from pure pureness. I mean, he, yeah, because even after this, you know, very hilarious clearing of the sinuses, sorry, is what he says right afterwards, <laughs> you know, like he's... <laughs> if I don't clear my sinuses, I snore all right. night. Yeah, yeah sure. but sorry. Neil loses shit, gets up out of bed. Yeah. Uh, uh, I could be a cold, hard cynic like you, but I'm not changing. Uh, he is the instrument of change in this movie, obviously. Oh, he's a beast warrior. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Uh, and he's, you're right, I'm not changing. I like me, my wife, like, this, this, uh, I tell you, man. I can't believe Dale didn't walk away, though, which, again, he's, because he's a kind guy, but all the shit that Martin says to him, like, it's really shitty and really hurtful, like, yeah. you know, I guess, yeah, he, Dale, if he wasn't a kind guy, he should have punched him, you know what I mean? You're right, right, yeah. no, this is, you, you, and, and, and I'm telling you, man, the whole time that Neil is going off, you could see, and, and, and had, you know, John, when John Candy, there are only a couple times that I almost that I did cry when when an actor died. When 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 Robin Williams died, I was literally in tears. Okay, I mean, because I knew what a soul he was, right? Yeah. John Candy, when he died, um, I felt like part of the world, the light, some part of the light of the world went dimmer. Sure. Uh, by all accounts, Candy was a just a gentleman and a just a great great guy. Like he probably was Dell, you know? <laughs> right. Yes, uh, he, he, you can see the hurt on his oh, face. Yes. I think that's what makes me so mad at at, at Neil's yes. character about the, and then he just keeps going on and on. Yeah, and it's, it's just on like, and fuck on. you, man. Yeah, yeah. And 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 John Candy, comedic actor, but but man, that is the, like that's that's hardcore acting. Like oh, for sure. Without saying a word, his face is just melting, and you could see like the lashes of these words 
I, I, I think it's awesome. And even his, you know, to his his response because everybody else is like wanting to punch him, beat him, beat yes. Dale up. Yes. I mean, beat Neil up. Yes. And his response is, "Oh, you you want to hurt me? That, that's fine." You know, yeah. Like just, yeah, it was really good. Uh, it was awesome. The, we have the thief in the night. And <laughs> well, well, so I had a note about the the theme stated. Yeah. Um, and it's and uh, I guess I, I think it's stated a little bit better uh, later on. Yeah. But something occurred to me during his his rant. Yeah. He uh, he make he says the uh, I don't remember what he's talking. He's talking about you know how can you stand this kind of stuff? And he's like, I've been with Dale Griffith. I can oh gosh, I yes. can uh, withstand anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In a way, that's kind of the theme. You know, is like him having going on this journey with Dale yeah. allows him to. Because at the end of the movie, he can withstand anything. Yes, you know yes. what I mean. Because he's he's yeah. not going with the force. no, and it and it's it and 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 uh, you, like, jo- you mean it as an insult, but it's yeah, it is you know hinting on the theme. There. And these are two comedic actors, but but hats off to Steve Martin too because you know that when he ends that you know how can you stand it? I've been with Del Griffiths, and and the other guy says, yeah, I know what you like. Like he there is there is the venom, venom in yeah, his there, voice yes. and the way he does, and even the rah, rah, when he's talking about the pull on the yes. string which is funny but yeah i mean as we're talking about, this guy's a comedian but you don't like him for a minute right like, no there is real jerk, both you know? these actors are pulling it out man yeah. I, it is awesome sorry the no, no. pizza guy that we found out from james from the deleted yeah. scene yeah which makes total sense now yeah yeah it comes in to steal their money uh, yeah. rather than just a random act of chaos Next morning, the you know those aren't pillars, you know that line. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I was gonna say this a second ago. Um, so they violated the the rule. Um, if if two grown men are gonna sleep in the same bed, you either sleep uh, pole to pole yeah. or hole to hole. Okay, well, so never they, pole to hole, and they violated that. Yeah, so. well, I've heard it uh, uh, butt to butt or nut to nut, but never nut to butt. Right, it's the same thing. Yep, <laughs> same and they clearly violated that. Yes. Is that an always sunny in Philadelphia? You know, we always sleep ass to ass, Charlie. <laughs> Everybody's got their own variation of, of this, yeah. this rule. Yeah, well, because uh, it's it's there for a reason. As, right. These guys uh, violated absolutely. it. Oh, I think it begins. Why'd with you that? kiss my ear? Yeah, yeah. Why are you holding my hand? Yeah. Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Yeah. Those aren't pillows. Yeah. How about the bears? You know. Yeah, very good. With well, they, yeah, they, they're shaking it off and have this. Yeah, even Stace laughed at that, and she's yes. like, well, you know, it's so funny poking your chest out and you know, oh, yeah. more mainly, you know, yeah, right? But and and. And this is this I think is the brilliance of this movie because we just had a dark, angry moment, and now we're laughing, right? And oh yeah, no, so I didn't the think highs about and lows that. Yeah, of this yeah, movie, yeah. Uh, I think are, are, are brilliant. Uh, again, John Hughes, man, I tell you, those aren't pillows, socks, and underwear are too close for comfort. Okay, so Dell knows. All right, so um, so so we've gone we've gone from planes, uh, and now we're going to move into the trains aspect of our journey, right? So right. It, it actually almost breaks into thirds, but. Uh, Again, Dell knows Bert Dingham, who works for the railroad, uh, also sold him shower curtains and rings, owes him a favor. Dell and I wrote down, Dell is the guide through this special world of the second act. The B story of the Save the Cat and the Ben. So really the mentor and the B story uh, to, to Neil, you know. Yeah. Um, well, because the B story always carries the, in a well-structured movie, it's the B story carries the theme, right? So they, yes. and they are, in, in, you know. They're the mentor to the character because they're the main guy because they're helping yes. them enlighten them yes. and show them the error of their ways or whatever. Right. Uh, so, uh, Catboy has the B story as obviously Dell and uh, and Neil. Uh, did we talk about what his break into two was? We did, didn't we? Uh, yeah, the taxi. Yeah, um, yeah. Going with him, we decided that was it. Yes. Uh, fun and games, obviously. I think. I think we'll. Yeah, just they have this big. You know, like I was saying earlier, the big argument. Then he gets back in the bed. He could have gone out in the hall, but yes. And um, there's, there is this even, 
and I guess there is even a light moment at the end of that because so uh, Dell has said what he said and gone back into the bed. And oh, he looks sit, over at him. He's yeah, sitting yeah. there and then, and, you know. Yeah, he, yeah, he peeks over his shoulder very quickly to see what <laughs> yeah. he's going to do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. And well, then, you're right. That is funny. That helps. So immediately Hugh starts to lighten it. And yes. I didn't think about it until you'd said it a second ago, but they have the, the, the funny little moment when they wake up. Um, if Dale, I mean, if Neil had gone off again and like had been shitty and some yeah. sort of rant, you're really, like, you're sympathy for this guy is going to go out the window. Right, right, right. So this so Hughes was very, very smart in making them, you know, both play it off and yes. laugh it off. Uh, yeah. Yes, he doesn't want you to abandon this guy just yet because Dale is not going to abandon, you know. Right. Even though Neil wants to. Yes, uh, so the Thief and I, those on post. Now we're moving into, I guess, the trains because he knows the train guy and... Uh, well, the re- you kind of skipped to the reason, though, I mean, yeah, the... They're asleep when the pizza guy steals their stuff. Yes. They're at the diner the next morning when they realize that they've been robbed. But oh, yeah, yeah. It, but Neil discovers it first and immediately thinks Dale stole his money. Yes. His- and then, and again, I really love the way Hughes reveals it. Dale, again, being this open book and, and honest, throws his wallet down and says, there's two, $263 in there. Yes. There's one more. I'm a thief. Yeah. I've never stolen anything again in my life. Right, right. Count it. Yeah, and so then he counts it, and that's when Neil realizes, "Oh shit, we've both been robbed." Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yes, 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 very good. Yeah, Dell is immediately, yes, yeah. The character right playing against each other, and both reflecting who they are. Uh, so now it comes to the point where Neil needs Dell. Yeah, he's got no money. His cards are messed up. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Neil was still wanting to catch a plane too. I think they're discussing that in the yeah. diner, and, and Dale's like, "No, there's no well, way that's going to happen, uh, man. They're all delayed. They're, we got to find another way." Well, see, at this point. I, I I thought maybe the cards wasn't a setup because Dell Neil still has his credit cards and he's uh, he, yeah he uh which become destroyed in a fire later oh, on. That's right, they get the car. Yeah, yeah. 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 So so at this point, Neil can still try to walk away. Uh, John Hughes is not going to let him. However, of course not. Um, again, Dell uh, friends with the hotel manager knows his son, and his son comes. To pick them up, to take them to the trains in a very long ride in the back of a pickup, you know. Yeah. Well, that that scene there where uh, the guy's spitting his chaw, uh, what was his name, Owen. Yeah. He spits and then he wipes his hand and shakes Steve Martin's <laughs> hand. Yeah. That yeah. was that, that was, was unscripted. Yeah. Steve was Martin it? didn't know it was going to happen. Oh, yeah, they nice. told him to mess with him, and the reaction on Steve Martin's face is genuine. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's awesome. He ran off after that and washed his hands <laughs> for like ten yep, minutes. I'm sure. Yeah. That's awesome. And he makes the most god awful nasal sound. Yes, I'd like he's having an aneurysm or something. <laughs> and his wife, uh, she's tougher than she looks. Yeah. The baby Get came your out, ass out here and carry this, this <laughs> thing. Oh no, 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 we're we're, we're fine. We got it. And, and she it. actually genuinely offended. She did. It was, it was at, at being stuff. thought that she couldn't lift couldn't him. Not that her it, husband yeah. is abusing abusing her. <laughs> right. The, the the ride in the back of the truck. Neil asks, "What do you think the temperature is?" One, one, yeah, like no, thirty or forty miles. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, 30, 40, uh, 45 tops. I mean, it just it keeps going up. <laughs> oh, a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. I don't and think we're there yet. Some gloves because the dog is guarding the gloves. I mean, just because <laughs> he left his gloves on his boss's desk or something. Yeah, right? yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was set up in the opening scene. In the opening yeah, scene because he asked the buddy to grab the gloves for him. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good payoff. Yeah, I forgot that, about that. That's good. Yeah. Trains, a seeming, uh, okay, so again, Dell is, I mean, Neil's always going to be triparting their ways. And on the train, they, I guess, do for a while. Yeah. And then, of uh, course, they didn't have two together. Oh, no, well, you don't, yeah. <laughs> and the train breaks down. Smoke? Smoke? Did, did you say that you saw smoke? I mean, he's. 
Yeah, well, he th- at some point he thinks he's going to make it, but the train has all ideas, everybody off. And he, uh, now, so in a, in a, in a, a glimpse of what he could be, uh, he sees Dell dragging his chest across the field. And again, a second debate, but, you, but this is a little bit of Dell having his influence on him because he, he eventually will go and help carry yeah. Dell's chest. So is he there yet? No. But by degree... And with no dialogue, just a scene, again, Hughes is showing that this character is is making progress, I think. You know, and, and I have a, a couple of notes on that. Um, and it, I didn't, uh, like towards the end of the movie when I was watching it, it, it occurred to me. Because um, part of, to me, it's part of his his closing image, but, uh, or final image. It's him repeatedly, like, sharing the load of this journey. By picking up the case, the heavy case, he's sharing the load of this journey yeah, like, yeah, with yeah. a stranger. Yeah. Because at the beginning, he's not willing to share shit with a stranger. Right, right, right. Let alone one that's annoying and, and all this stuff. Yeah. But he keeps picking up the chest and keep putting it down. I mean, his the he he loses the, the race to Kevin Bacon by tripping over the... Yes. This, he keeps tripping over what's right in front of him. He trips ah, yeah, over yeah, it again yeah. later too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, again, yeah. speaking to uh, to Hughes' you well, know, mastery of craft. Yes, uh, a trigger object or an anchor object, something they have a name for. You know, an, a representative object in the movie, and and uh, I, yeah, absolutely, that's a good point. I think this case represents the burden and the load that that Steve Martin is having yeah. to bear at this point. Uh, I have some of the callous nature of Neil already worn away uh, helps Dale. Uh, in any character like this, and Hughes knows this, you want to show progression. You don't want to have Neil all of a sudden change its very end. Yeah. Unnatural. Nobody does that. But throughout the movie, by, by degree, uh, Dale is helping Neil, and Neil probably is not aware of it at this point. Uh, trains. Trains was a short. Automobiles, the bus. Have you ever taken a bus? No. Well, your mood isn't going to improve. Yeah, right. Are you in a bad mood? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then, yeah. Have you ever taken a bus? Your mood's not going to improve. <laughs> They're singing the songs yes. on that bus. I, I, I'd be annoyed on that fucking bus, man. Well, Everybody okay. singing, the, and the kid running up and down the aisle. Someone wrangle in your kid. Oh, I'd have tripped him. I'd have <laughs> sure. tripped that kid. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> So the couple making out and and uh, Dale's, oh, you got busted, you know. Yeah, but Dale's the one that encourages him to look. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. very funny. That and like that annoyed me. Like it's funny. It's a funny beat, but like you're making out in a enclosed space, sure. right? Like. Yeah, it's still Neil's not the asshole for for looking over there. Right. Like you're even invading his space the way she roll, you know, leans over sure. like her hair's touching his shoulder. Yes. Like, uh, but, but it's, in, it's funny. It's a funny beat. In but. this world, people who people are uh, again, it's about being uptight. Him yes. being uptight. Yeah. Yes, they're not uptight. They're totally uh, fine with. They don't yeah. care. Yeah, Dale no. will read a, a pornographic novel in public. Yes. They will make out in public and yes. they smoke cigarettes like and, they had and sex. And the only, the only person on the bus who has a problem is is Neil. Yeah. Because Neil has expectations. Expectations yeah. about... That's not how you behave on a bus. That's right. right. Personal he never space. Says it, but yeah. yeah. In yeah. Space, Everybody yeah. should be in their little, you know, their space. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Neil, would, Neil would fit great in the Matrix. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Uh, the, so to pass the time... Happy singing being songs, a battery. Yeah. Ha- passing time, singing the songs, Neil... His choice of songs, like everybody, you know. Nobody, nobody recognizes. Hey, come on, everybody knows this one. Oh, nope. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then Neil, Dell busted Flintstones. Hey, everybody loves the Flintstones. Again, Dell, complete master of this world. Uh, the people in this world are like Dell, and and Neil is the alien. In do you world. sing along with Flintstones when he breaks out? I do every time. The last two times I've watched it, I, I, sure. I can't help it. I started singing. Sure. The other thing, just a quick aside. Did you notice the 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 
the soundtrack music is Red River Valley. I didn't. That's in Tombstone. That's oh, what nice. that's what uh, she sings. Oh, in oh, that's the same song throughout Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I, I just found that out last night. My girlfriend yeah. pointed it out to me. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, that's all throughout this movie. So. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Our our two little. Two, we did Tombstone before. Now we're doing Planes, Trains. Same yeah, yeah. song. Nice. The link. Dell, the master of this universe, is what I have now. I wrote I wrote down each one of these because I, I guarantee when Hughes was writing this or whatever, he probably had a hundred of these, right? Dell is the master salesman. They need money at the at the tra- at the yeah no no, no yeah yeah no, they, I know where you're going yeah bus station yeah bus station. Well, yeah bus station yeah and he Dell sells the shit wrote out down a hundred and probably filmed fifty of them yeah, right. and, then chose and, the and, best. and probably John Candy is probably improvising a lot of these I, that's true yeah Just, we got to give him credit if I'm yeah. John Hughes I'm like put the camera on John and let him go right you know yeah. uh, where he's selling the shower curtain rings yes. as earrings so brilliant is that what's in the case. Is the shower rings? Is that what's in the case, or is my theory? Uh, no. I, I told I, I waited I, till the end to tell my uh, my wife your theory. You know, I didn't want to ruin it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like the my theory. Girlfriend last I, night I don't too. subscribe to it, but I like uh, it because it's entertaining. Um, to me, realistically, that's everything he owns. To well, I guess I was spoil thinking. the end because he don't, think he don't he have a home. home. I think he's, yeah, yeah. I don't have. He, he says that I don't have a home, home. so yeah. that's everything okay, he owns. So the case so, is in there, yeah. so probably the shower rings are in there. He's got yeah. tons. Yeah, of plus, yeah. Are we going to reveal thinking. your theory now or wait till the end? No, wait till the later. Okay. <laughs> anyway, here, 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 here's what you can get from Dell: Diane Sawyer autographed earring. That's Czechoslovakian ivory. Right. Walter Cronkite moon ring. (laughs) This is is filled with helium. Okay. So they're lighter. They're lighter. Autographed Daryl Strawberry earring. Uh, Daryl Strawberry. uh, Apparently he was. I I know who Daryl Strawberry was. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to games when he was playing in Atlanta. and yeah, and people would just sit in the stands going, Dad. Yeah, even the Simpsons, I think, had it there. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They're professional athletes. They're used to it. Yeah, sure. Uh, earrings originally crafted for the Grand Wizard of China. I'm not even, what is the Grand Wizard of China? I don't. And then uh, uh, tells tells those teenage girls, makes you look older, and they hand over their money. Yeah, yeah makes you look older. Del, you could pass for, a, for 18. Uh, yeah. Del's a salesman. He's a bullshit oh, artist. Yeah, absolutely. And just master of it. Uh, and I'm sure there's a hundred of those. I'd like to see the, oh my goodness, anyway. More contrast between worlds as Neil Neil tries to make a call on a payphone that may or may not be clean in his... Yeah, like he's handling his payphone like it's... Yeah, with two fingers. Two yeah. fingers. Yeah. Uh, Neil wants to split up. Dell suspects ulterior motives, gets his feelings hurt. Again, I think that's him, you know, resisting change, yes. right? He's over there trying to solve the problem the old way. His, yes. His, by calling on the phone and, and using order as opposed to adapting right yes. using the, the normal conventions where dale's over there adapting and selling these shower curtain oh yeah rings, he's got money now. earrings yeah going with the flow right yes absolutely neil tries to rent a car but his car is missing a meltdown and a oh. long walk this this scene <laughs> <laughs> this is a, uh, what i have is a false defeat uh, for me the midpoint false defeat uh, is the car's not there yeah uh, i think i'm still in the funny games because i i have a False victory. That's interesting. I'll get to. I'll get okay. to minus. Okay. Yeah, um, he gets. He, he's all the way out in like two hundred acres of what cars? Yeah, oh yes, he's, he's all the way at the back. Walks. By the time he gets to the desk, he looks like he's, you know, been through hell or whatever, all torn up. Yeah, yes. he tries to chase down the bus, and yeah, and it's. I don't. I don't know if it was intentional or not. He uh, he throws his like his receipt away or whatever, yes. right? But you see it blow back. 
to him, it lands like not that far from where he's at. Oh yeah, he just doesn't know. It. Again, wind was blowing. It's a piece of paper. You're not going to throw it very far. I don't know, like if that's just the way it happened when they filmed it. Yeah, or if that was intentional because later on he's you know he's. Do you fucked. have your receipt? Do you have your receipt? No. No. Yeah. You're fucked. Yes. Yeah. I mean. Uh, so again, you know, but because I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to me, like if it was intentional or not, because it's all. If Neil would slow the fuck down and pay attention, he could have picked it up right there. But sure. he's just so upset that he doesn't even no he is doesn't, he even, notice, doesn't even realize that it came back. And, and of course, the lady at the the car dealership, she's uh, the second person or the third. There were three people from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, there. she was a, yeah. So the she dad, was, and then she was a uh, Grace, right? Yeah, the, the the old man in the plane was in Home Alone as well. Oh the yeah, it's falling asleep on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, oh, okay, I, I missed that. Yeah, the yeah talking about the earrings, the cute dangly ones. Yeah, yeah from, yeah, uh, from yeah, Home Alone. Yeah. Yep. But the uh, but yeah, she was Grace, the principal's assistant or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think so you're a righteous dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so without his guide, Dell Neil does not. So this, the second he goes off with without Dell, he's right back in. It just the, gets worse. Yeah. Just gets worse. Now, now she did irritate me. Like you're sitting there having a personal conversation when you got a line of people. Like do that on your break, right? Sure, sure. I mean, so so that annoyed me a little bit. But she didn't deserve the no. You know the, you know you you know you took me to a, you know to a fucking place all the way fucking middle of nowhere where there was no yeah. fucking car. Yeah. Or, you know, that was that scene is why Steve Martin took this. Really, he read that and went, "Yep, I want to do it." Yeah. yeah. And then That's it. you say enunciate. Enunciate every one of those F bombs. Yes, right. For he wants sure. to make absolutely certain. Yeah, he wants to stick the landing on yeah. all of them. <laughs> yeah. And he does. Is that how it goes? That took me out to the middle of fucking nowhere yeah. for a fucking car that wasn't fucking there? Yes. Right? This yeah, movie would have been PG 13 all day long, but for that scene. Yeah, because they, they allow one, I think. One. Yeah, one. Yeah, that's still the the rule. Yeah, yeah that's one. so. I'm, it's interesting. I wonder if he was like cared at all. If he was like, "Hey, John, you know, you take these out and it's PG-13. I don't fucking care." You know, I think I, I think absolutely you need every single. Now, now you talk about oh language, but sometimes like like he does like he doesn't waste a, a bit of ink, right? Every one of those is because it needs to be there. Like yeah, yeah no, he didn't feel obsessed to me. It's right fucking now, you know. It's, and, it, and it's funny too. Like it's, it's oh yeah, you know, it's, it's this a funny is a guy bit. who is. Not doing well. And, and then even having her, you know, her she, response is, you're fucked. It's good. She didn't say screwed. She's got to drop the F-bomb, too, for it to work. Right. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I have, I have a question. What What do the ratings, I mean, does anyone really pay attention other than the people taking your ticket saying, oh, well, you're not old enough to go in? I, I never pay attention to uh, the mm-hmm. ratings on the... Oh yeah, well, well so um, R-rated, you're seventeen uh, and below. If you're going to see an R-rated movie, seventeen and below, right? You got to be accompanied by an adult. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now I don't know how much they enforce that. I don't know. Uh, well, I the only one, the only one that we were ever questioned for was um, my mom, and it was me and a friend. We tried to take someone who was a lot younger. To see Dirty Dancing, and they would not let us in. Yeah, well, we've we're, we're I was old enough, but she was not. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're so far from that. that and I'm like, really? Like, well, was, I think that, but I mean, but they still push for PG-13 movies because PG-13 can reach a, a wider audience because you can you can go and take your kids too, right? Yes, it's the parents who would who would say, "No, I'm not taking you to that's already yeah, 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 not right. the theater or anybody else saying." I mean, that was the whole people sneaking in. You buy a ticket for a PG-13 movie and you go see an R-rated movie as as a kid or whatever. Sure. Right? Well, I mean, this lady I used to work with, I've never seen the Saw movies, but I know how the, I assume I know how they are. And she took her young kids to see that. Yeah. So they let 
kids they'll, they'll, in? With oh, a yeah. parent. Accompanied by a parent. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Now, yeah. NC-17 might be different. I think you have to be... Se- uh, yeah, no admittance under 17. Yeah, no admittance under 17. Okay. Um, and now, like nowadays with the internet and stuff, and I don't know how old this site is, but there's one called uh, Common Sense Media. And I really like it because it'll break it down like each movie and kind of and tell you kind of basically exactly what's in there, right? Yeah. There's there's oh. you know violence, drugs, and, and right. not just that, but like it'll talk about if there's a sex scene, it'll break down kind of what yeah. you actually see in the sex scene, so you can decide if it's you know if it's a raunchy thing or you know a TV type sex scene where you see a you know side boob or something, you know. Well, what I wonder what Saul is rated because I can't imagine they all are for sure. I can't imagine taking. I'm talking little kids. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, know, like, I'm with you. Yeah, it's yeah. well, even back in the day, uh, movies would get like I don't remember. Just for I'm not sure this was one of, them, but like certain movies would be in danger of getting an X rating, mm. not even pornographic, but sure. just because of the level of violence and yep. You know, I mean, yeah, because you know, certain things, yeah, violence and obviously nudity, and then you know. Uh, F-bombs will can push you over into the, the next rating. Yes. Yeah. And this one definitely did. What was uh, Big Lebowski rated? Do we know? Oh, it's R. R. Yeah, because yeah. there, there's, like, if you watch the Blu-ray, there's an F-bomb counter. And I literally That's think wonderful. it's like 175 or something. I can't, it's, it's some outrageous number. That's awesome. Because if you set the feature on Blu-ray, every time somebody says the F-bomb, it dings. And so the whole movie, you hear this little bell, ding, ding. And literally, there's a scene where it's going off like 10 times, like in the... My, my cool. fucking wife told me to fucking take care of her dog. I'd fucking go talk to fuck herself. So there's this ding, 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 you know, in one scene, but just like 175 of them. Well, and I have to watch it if I have my Kindle out with it on. If I'm in public, that whole scene where they're in Malibu, I'm like, oh, I forgot about that scene. <laughs> you know, <laughs> where she's jumping yeah. on the trampoline yeah. oh, and then he, he's sure. drawing. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I have to go. Whoops. Oh, uh, yeah. Range, uh, the uh, biggest Roger zone, dude. Yeah, on you, maybe. Treats objects like women, man. Treats objects like women. I, I can't wait to manually. review that one. Of course you do, dude. <laughs> yeah, that one's going to be... We're going to review that Oh, one. my God. I, I, I love that movie. Um, yeah, so he, he... Neil is not doing well in this world without his guide. The confrontation with the rent-a-car lady. He's, Neil thinks that this is the way you get things done. If I intimidate her, she's going to give me what I want. Right. And nope. <laughs> and he can't get out of his own way. This is a, a cage of his own making, like you said. Yeah. Because he threw it away his, in his haste, he threw away his, his agreement. Instead of like, okay, all right, I'll need this because I'm going to show them that. No, he doesn't. He's rage. Rage. Went to get a refund without his receipt. Yes. You know what I mean, who does that? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yes. Well, like just he's pull so up he... my credit card report. That's what most people say. Right. I mean, he's so upset right. that, yeah, he can't, doesn't even. Follow the the own rule, the rules of the yes. you know the world of this order. Uh, he even tries to intimidate the the next guy, the uh, the the car rental guy, when he goes down there to the booth. You know, uh, oh, he gets punched in the face. Yeah, yeah, because he was like, yeah, if I because the guy makes a joke or something, he's like, if I wanted a joke, I would follow you to the bathroom and watch you take a leak. You're right. And then the guy gets mad and hits him in the face. Yes, uh, he th- he thinks callousness is the coin of this realm and is thrown back into the arms of Del Griffith, who has a car. Right. Yep. So, you know, it's very the cars, it's like a mini version of the Griswold. Yeah, that's what she said. She was like, the, the, yeah, it's totally what it is. It's the same, the green and the paneling. Yes. Wonderful. (laughs) Yes. All right. So here's, here's where I have my midpoint and I have it as a false victory. Okay. Uh, It's a false victory because they're in the car and they're making miles. They got a car. Now they're trucking. Everything seems to be, we're, (laughs) we're making miles. We'll be home soon, kind of thing, you know. Uh, And everything seems to finally be, 
moving along. What could happen now? They have a car, so they're not subject to... Uh, I mean, they're on their own now. Right. You know, that under tracks. their own power. Um, that means you got to have a false defeat later, right? Yes, uh, all is lost. Is... I, I have my all is lost as a false defeat. Yeah. I, okay. Okay. Uh, if, can I be honest? Yes. This is actually where I started enjoying the movie. Dang. When it gets <laughs> extra fun in games, <laughs> like when they get to because Steve Martin's finally getting beat up, and you're like, yeah, about time this jerk. No, I it. just because it became funny to me when they were in the car and the things that happened at the other. Yeah. Room. Th- it, this is when it. I him started like, enjoying yeah, him talking in a high voice because his nuts got uh-huh. squashed. Yeah, I don't remember. No, oh, okay. that. Do I? Remember? I don't remember uh, that. Yeah, because yeah. the. Well, fine. Fine. I mean, yeah, because even his concern. Steve Martin got punched out because yeah. it's it's his own oh, damn fault. Yeah, yeah, and then that. Dale almost hits him. But then he gets out and he's like, you know, where's your compassion, man? We got an injured man here. Yeah, right. And he's like, oh, fine. I'll you. move the car, but you're helping him up. Good stuff. Again, <laughs> oh, right. yeah, yeah, I do remember. Yeah. Uh, Catboy has the midpoint as uh, a false victory at the diner when Steve finally gets rid of Dell. Which maybe that's, yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know. It's a false victory for Steve, maybe. Yeah, I guess I could see him because he thinks he's finally free of... Before he gets on the train? Uh, 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 to raise cash for food. Steve suggests they split up and be stories cross. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, when they decide to go their own separate way. Yes, yeah, his, yeah. Exp- his airport rental car. Uh, his hat is blown away. He's being stripped bit by bit of his dignity. Steve confronts I can them. see that, yeah, because if that's the false victory, then as you know, he thinks he finally gets away from Dale and then bad guys close in. Bam. No fucking car, you know? Yes. Okay. I I guess I could go with that. And because that's you know I mean that's talk about bad guys close in you know. Yes, but then. I guess I'd be curious. How are the bad guys closing in if they're in the car driving and everything seems to be fine? Because he's still stuck with this guy. If his victory, if everything he thinks he wants is to be away from him, okay, all right. Now he's stuck in a small ass car with him. Okay, so he's immediately messing with the seats and all that shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the bad guys close in would be what I have as a midpoint false victory. Then he's back with Dell. Okay, I guess I can see that. Yeah, I had it as a. False, de- uh, false defeat with no rental car, but because that's because I have a false victory of him getting yeah. away from Dale later on. So hitting all around the same yeah, points. Yeah, okay, but, all right. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll give that to Catboy. That make that that I guess that could make sense. Dell with that damn seat. <laughs> oh, he was putting it through its paces. Yeah. You broke Up, the seat. Down sideways. There was ways that thing was going. I didn't think car seats could well, go. Yeah, Dell was driving. I guess it's night. Uh, okay, so here is where I think. The theme is stated. Remember what I said about go with the flow. Is this yep, agreed? The, yeah, be open and gracious in the face of all that life throws at you. And then Dale will never say, see that on screen. He's he's referencing something that happened off screen in their adventure. Correct? I I don't know. He says uh, like the twig on the shoulders of a mighty stream. Yeah, that's how you should be. And and I think that's the thing. That's never set up to that before that point. Like no on no, no screen. The, yeah. the, the the theme stated I think is late. It's just late. Yeah. But I think that's it. No I, no I agree. I just I wish he had. Done it earlier, but again, if Hughes was following Catboy, um, he, he would have done it earlier. He would have had it on page five, like you're supposed to. But yeah, Hughes predates Snyder, sure. So. But but yeah, but, but it still uh, works. And there's a million ways. There we would have to be a thing. reason for him to say, "Oh, for sure, you need to be." Yeah, it'd have to be organic to the story. Yeah. yeah, and and I think it's way organic here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he shows us that anyways, and just states it later. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, yeah. I think so. Dell having trouble with the seat. Discussion of what bothers Dell about Neil. The seat broken when Neil's... You fiddle with your balls too much. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then 
uh, uh, Neil's, I guess, finally sleeping. Dell is does the mess around. He's singing that song. Not fiddle with oh, my yeah. balls too much. <laughs> You know what would make me happy? An extra set of fingers and another pair of testicles? Yeah. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. I just think, I think we've all known a person that does that. <laughs> I don't want to name names, but I think we've, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if y'all know who I'm talking about, but I have been in the accompaniment of somebody who would just, just be Get pulling. in there, huh? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, come on. You're in public. You make powders for that, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Get some looser underwear. Something. <laughs> Dell does the best round, yeah. <laughs> All right, so then I have the bad guys close in. He, what did you had the bad guys close in as uh, being back with? Yeah, back with Dale. Being back um, in the car, going yeah, the wrong I, way, I, the car fire. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, yeah. Catboy has that as, as they drive home. The insults go both ways. John lists Steve's faults. John knows who he is. Steve does not. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's brilliant. I do not. You fiddle with your balls too much. I do not like. Again, him. I have comfortable knowing who he is. Yeah. And then Steve, not even recognizing that he plays with his own balls too much. Right, and 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 would admit it if he did. He's not yeah. comfortable with who he is. You know? Yeah, that's because he probably does. Brilliant, you know, because he's so uptight. uptight. Maybe it's maybe he has tight underwear. That's what yeah, it I'm, is. I'm sure of it. You know, <laughs> it's brilliant. Right. So that so the Catboy has the bad guys clothes in where you do with being reunited and them going at each other. Uh, his all is lost. Is uh, they almost get into a wreck when when they head the wrong way on the highway. Does the mess around? Yeah. yeah. It's the whiff of death. Okay, so that makes sense. Okay. Well, right before Even they, that's brilliant. Like, ideas of value. Like, trying to take your coat off. I don't know if you've ever done that. I feel like maybe everybody's attempted that. Or maybe you're just stupid people like me. Um, I've tried it once, and it's it's difficult. What? Thank God it didn't end up like Dale. Like, trying to take your coat off while you're driving. Oh, yes, yes. Because you don't want to slow down and, and pull over and do the, the sensible thing. Right, um, right, right. But have, getting both hands stuck, that's it's, that's brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> uh, when they're going the wrong way, you, you mentioned that. Um, did... John Hughes do Home Alone 2. Did we ever find that out? He wrote, oh, yeah, the, the skeleton thing. Yeah. yeah. Now, I didn't know if that was a John Hughes thing or if they were just kind of trying to... I think it's the. I think it's a John Hughes thing. Cause okay. Because it would be a reference to another movie. Because I'm, uh, I'm confused about what we're talking about. Okay, so when time. when they're zipping through the two trucks, yeah, uh, you oh, see you see them turn skeleton. into skeletons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they do in Home Alone. In 2. Home Alone Two, uh, <clears throat> he does the same thing. He gets electrocuted and turns into a skeleton. Oh, nice. Okay. So I didn't know if yeah, they yeah. were just kind of ta- hats off yeah, to John Hughes. Driving a car that looks like the vacation car. So there is yeah. a couple of them. But, but I didn't know if John Hughes had done Home Alone Two or if it was just kind of a nod to him. I don't know if he wrote the second one, but he wrote the first one. Well, that's what I'm They're saying. definitely related. Whether yeah, yeah. or not, I don't remember. And he wrote Vacation, so. Yes. yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he has the bad guys close in as getting back with Dell. I have the cigarette and distracted driving on the wrong side of the highway, stuff on the highway, car scraped up. Uh, we can buff it out or whatever. Uh, and then all is lost. <laughs> Catches on fire. <laughs> yeah, the, so my all is lost is a false defeat. The car's on fire. Neil's card wound up in Dell's wallet. Uh, the payoff from the hotel. Uh, <laughs> Another accusation of stealing. Uh, yeah, because he's like, you find, he's, Steve Martin starts laughing. Yeah. And, and at first you think maybe he's starting to loosen up a little bit and just yeah. embrace it. And then it's, he's laughing because you finally did it to yourself. Yes. And, you know, you, there's no way to return this car now that you rented or whatever. And then it starts on, wait a minute, how did you rent a car? And then he realizes he used his, his, his freaking lights or his credit card, which he put, I put back in your wallet. Yeah, which is was in the car up. that's on fire. So he's still <laughs> fucked. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, I like that they get back in the car and start driving. <laughs> yes, 
Um, that's his all's lost. That's he took over the trunk again at that point when they're cleaning it up. Because when he slams on the brakes, the, the trunk flies off at one point. So yeah. he, the trunk does not get burned. Um, but he, he trips over it again. Um, so, I, again, I just feel like it's this visual, you know, cue of him tripping over what's right in front of him. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. The all's lost. That's Catboys also. So so now I'm back on track with Catboy at this point. But so so just differing. As what's to, the all's lost? Uh, he car? has it as the. Uh, or an app. Yeah, the. Uh, yeah, until he learns it's his credit card. We used to rent it. The fire. Uh <laughs> Is the Oslo. Dark Knight is so hating each other. They check into the El Rancho. Steve takes the room and leaves John out in the cold. Yeah, so... so uh, False victory. Getting away from him then? Or that's not what he has. That's what I had. All's lost. I have a false... He doesn't... So if he has a the midpoint... What was his midpoint? Uh, he has it as a false victory. So here it's a... All's lost. He's going to have a false defeat. The false defeat. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah, the... The, the card and the, the fire, car. Yeah. yeah. Accident. Yes. Uh, Interesting, yeah, because I had it as a as a false victory because he finally gets away from Dale, right? Finally gets a room, yeah. And to me, it's a big moment when he decides to he realizes like he can't sleep, like and then Dale's out there talking to himself. Well, you finally did it, you know. You finally, you yeah. know, um, he's like he's talking to his wife, but he's um, he shares the room with him. The 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 Neil at the beginning is not sharing shit, right, right, right. So and he doesn't at first, like he he yeah, he, and has this debate about it. Or about sharing, right? So I, to me, I thought that was his break into three. Yeah. Um, and then the rest was finale, you know. And I, I <laughs> yeah. debated about where the break into three was. I thought maybe it was a little bit later. Um, they, 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 yeah, so they bond over drinks. Like, so, yeah. yeah. And he's finally, to me, part of his break into three, right? He's finally, like, embraced change. And he's, he's you know, they could have done that probably maybe the first night, right? Was, right. Bonded over drinks yeah. and... and Kind of let loose, and he's he you know this is the first time he's done that. Well, so the yeah drinks were what set off his rant, the beer, and now drinks are, so it's almost like a bookend. Now there's there's yeah they had the beer, they could have had those and take the edge off and not been an asshole right. instead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now they're the, the you know where are you going, Jamaica? You know yeah, it's very very uh, clever. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Stacey thinks of um, cool runnings every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it, might little, yeah. it might even yeah. be it might a reference, you know. Yeah. Well, but it's before. Yeah, this, was this was he before went on to cool play runnings. Oh, cool oh, runnings. is it okay? All right. Yeah, cool runnings was ninety three, I think. But anyhow, it's still pretty cool. Uh, he has a break into three as having learned from each other and bonded as a team. The two men escape the final part of their trip. Uh, Blue Moon of Kentucky through the car. The, the car is impounded. They make the last leg of the trick in the back of a truck. Well, but even when they take off because they didn't dig the car out. Like he puts it in reverse, smashes through the hotel. Yes. And to, again, to me, this shows that Steve has changed. Yeah. And he's already broken a um, three because he's he doesn't wig out. He no, just no, go, gets go, in there and, and go. And yeah, like they're a team. They're, yeah, they're a team now. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, uh, so yeah I think this is all the finale. The, the race, the storming of the castles. Now they're a team trying to get home. Yes. Uh, my dark night of the soul, I guess, similar. Neil gets uh, two beds, but Dell's out in the cold. Neil can't get home. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, so now they're racing home as a team together, and they get pulled over the cup. Do you think this vehicle is safe for... <laughs> Safe for travel? Yes, yes, I do. The radio well, still honestly, works. The radio honestly, still officer, works. the speedometers. Yeah, melted. right. I, so I couldn't really have know without any degree of accuracy how fast I'm actually. The radio going. still works, though. Oddly enough, <laughs> <laughs> um, that Dell does say some things in his little as he's sitting out in the cold. He he thinks he's the biggest pain in the, in the world. Yeah, finally down. acknowledging that maybe he's not as oblivious as we as we thought. Uh, you know? He he says something. Uh, to he's talking to his wife. I wish you were here with me right now, but that's not going to happen. Yep. Uh, so we're 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 given some clues, some hints, yeah, yeah, suspense or whatever. 
Neil wonders how he got hooked up with Dell, takes pity, and welcomes him in. So I think at this point, like you said, at this point, he's learned his lesson. Yeah. They share drinks. Uh, Dell's secret is kept. They share a laugh in their adventures, break into three, out of the parking lot, and into the third act. They're a team now. Pulled over. We, we just talked about that. Do you feel this vehicle is safe for highway travel? Yeah, apparently the Michael McKeon, uh, he's the state trooper. Apparently that was a lot longer. They shot more stuff. Yeah. And then in the final edit, they were like, okay, we yeah. got to pare this well, down. Michael McKeon is one of, you probably just turned the camera on. Like all his, For sure. yeah. let him go. Yeah. Because I think the original cut of this movie was like three and a half hours. I bet you it was with all the, the ad libs and stuff. Oh my gosh. With, like, talk about having to make a decision. Like look at all that and decide which one's funny. Yes. Like it'd be so hard to. Yeah. With, with Steve Martin and, and, and John Candy and even Michael, all these guys, you just let the camera roll. Right, because yeah, if you're going to shoot a comedy, you show up with extra extra film. Oh my gosh, you know, especially with these, these hits. You're going to capture it in the moment and then cut it later. Yes, that's what yeah. you want to do. Uh, so yeah, the storm in the castle, like you said, the high tower surprise. The car must be impounded, and they ride back in the big rig. And this cowboy is on board with this. He, this is re- yeah. refri- oh my gosh, it's Ash Ashkenagan or whatever. I have no idea what that is, but yeah. well, I guess it should have been meat. Ride in but, the cab of the truck. Yeah, it's cheese. It's the, yeah, that's right. It's cheese, it's cheese not meat. Thank you. It's yeah. cheese. Yeah. And it's a refrigerated truck, of course. It's, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, Del uh, gets Neil home at the commuter train station. Uh, and and the Neil actually says at this point, I'm a little wiser too. too. And yeah. I thought that, I thought, you know, at, at that point, that could be right on the nose, but it's it the way it's written and, and, and delivered, I think it, right. you know, you, yeah, Neil has learned the lessons his mentor was teaching him, I have written down. Uh, the dig deep down, right? So Neil is riding home, and and in a series of flashbacks, he starts to put it together about Dell, right? And this is when yeah, I've been home in years. Um, yeah. The uh, oh my gosh, what was the other ones? Uh, I didn't write them down. Um, oh, the the wives, to the wives, you know. But at the, at the very least, you've got a, a woman you love to go home to. Yeah, and he just kind of makes a face. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, had he been less focused on himself, and yeah, more... he might have put it together earlier. Yep. Uh, for sure, for sure. Uh, dig deep down, Neil puts the execution of the new plan. So if you're storming the castle, you got the high tower. He digs deep. He puts the new plan together. He goes back for Dell uh, and discovers, you know, Dell's. These are your beats or uh, Catboy's beats? Uh, these are mine. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, we can look at that in a second. I just didn't know which one you were reading from. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we're headed toward the final image. He goes back for Dell, takes a moon for Thanksgiving. Uh, and in the final image, like this is one of my favorite scenes in all of cinema. Uh, <laughs> Neil's wiser, going with the flow. Like so, he takes takes Dale home. The teacher has become the master. I say, uh, if you're talking about the writer's journey, the return with the elixir, this is his. He's he's literally returning home, and he's got the elixir, which is his uh, lessons learned. And I thought, like these are so poignant, right? So he says, because uh, his wife is is held up as a very sweet lady and very welcoming. Nothing like Neil. She welcomes Dale in immediately. Right. Doesn't question like like uh, <laughs> Neil. Uh, uh, she says hello, Mister Griffith. You know, just respectful and right. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, uh, this this is all delivery and it's all acting. And Dell says, and uh, I'm I'm delaying because it's to me it's like just in two words or three words he sells it and it means everything. He says hello, Mrs. Page. You know, so th- their exchange right there. Uh, at this point, uh, you know, uh, I'm bawling like a baby, right? <laughs> you know? uh, uh, now, Dell happy for where uh, Dell is now happy. Uh, 
for where the I wrote this. It's not in the movie, but for where the shoulders of the mighty stream have delivered him, right? So he's been on the stream the same as Neil, and has his ups and downs. But he is he seems happy at this point, like legitimately. Uh, that yeah, in the midst, haven't been home in years. Like he hasn't been to a home, and now he's being welcomed into this guy's home. Yes, yes. That in yeah. the midst of all that life throws at you, be true to yourself and the and be kind. Do not allow it to make you callous. Dell could have become bitter at the death of his wife, jealous and and sad at others who still had their beloved, but he does not. The people whose loved ones die often can become bitter and angry at the world, at God, at sure. everybody. Dell has not done that, and he sees uh, Neil hugging and kissing his wife, and Shows real joy at that. Yep. Right. You know, so anyway, so. Yeah, you could be, you're right. You could have been bitter resentment. Yes. And even yes. just a little thing, I just thought about a second ago, we were, I was thinking about the closing image in my head. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's always Dale leading, carrying his trunk. I'm pretty confident. And Steve, whenever he comes, whenever the few times he helps carry the trunk, he's coming from behind, picking up the, the yeah, back yeah, half. Yeah. At the end, it's reversed, and Steve is leading with the trunk towards his house. Now, granted, it could be because it's his house, and, yes, but it's it's a visual of yes, yes, yes. What you said earlier about the you know yeah, student is. becoming the teacher, and it's even Dale apprehensive of him, kind of. Oh, I'll just stay a minute. And I'll, just, I'll just pop by and I'll just leave, and like you know, he's now he's the nervous one. Yes. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, now, yes, Del, uh, Neil has spent a lot of time in Dell's world. Dell is being reintroduced back into. A world that he once knew, but this yep. is now Neil's world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is who is going to be the master of it? Yeah, it's Dale's return too. You know, to the yes, yeah, yes. But but now all of a sudden, this is probably the first time in the movie that Dell doesn't know what to do. Yep. Uh, and Neil does. Yeah, which is yeah, I think yes. the carrying of the case. You know, it's it's a visual representation of swooping, switching places. That's you a know. good. That's a good point. I I had seen that there were extra again cut scenes. It was a really long story. But there was a subplot where uh, Neil and his wife, his wife thought Neil was having an affair. That explains some of the ignoring the phone calls. Ignoring the stuff. phone calls. Oh, really? And she was, because at the end, my girlfriend yesterday was uh, watching this movie yesterday, was like, man, it really seems like a bummer note. Like when they come in, she seems like she's not happy to you know, see him. Stacey made a comment about the ignoring really? the phone call. She's like, she's kind of being a bitch about this. Like, it's not his fault that everything's being right. delayed. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Like, she does seem kind of cold. Yeah, there, oh. apparently she thought he was having an affair and was yeah. using this as a time to... Which ties into love your wife and like your work or whatever, yes. right? You know, and being gone all the time. And, I, I, and I'm wondering... I've been away too much from, from house, you know, from the home or whatever. Whatever, I don't remember his exact line, but Neil says, uh, makes a comment about being, yeah. being away too much and then, well, I haven't been home in years, yeah. And I wonder... If those scenes weren't cut for like tonal reasons, like it, tonally, how Probably. would this movie have changed if there was that an, that angst or animosity towards him? By yeah, it might have been too much. Like we we're talking about earlier, like he's already like a bit of an asshole and and doing all. If there if there if there's any doubt that he could be cheating on his wife, I mean, I guess we we know that that he's with Dale the whole time, yeah. but it could push it over to well, fuck this guy, and yeah. then you lose sympathy for him. It definitely so, yeah. makes it feel like home is Neil's oasis. Yes. Outside of his home, he is this ball of anxiety. But when he's home, he's yeah. he's calm and collected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, and like Dell, just... outside of home, is calm and collected, but at home, he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. if she suspects, like, it, it ruins that oasis image, yeah. I think. Yes, if I you have her so, being yeah. unhappy. Yeah. So she did just seem kind of cold, but maybe there was enough to... Sure. Yeah, because yeah. I I never I never really thought that she was ever being cold or and not, oh, yeah yeah I got never even occurred to you. So I, don't, I maybe because I was too uh, not, you know I knew how this was ending I knew what yeah uh, what happened yeah. yeah I don't know 
Yeah, because I even when she's on the phone, she's like, "What's happening?" Like it just seemed weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, well, what's happening is I'm blah blah blah. blah. It just uh, okay. Oh yeah, okay. It just seemed right. kind of weird. Yeah, which yeah. Hmm. yeah, it is. Anyhow, all right. Well, yeah, I I I think this has got to be one of the most poignant and awesome endings of any. I I just the last ten minutes of this movie uh make it. it I love the whole movie, but it just man, I tell you, it, mm-hmm. it nails it for me. Unless you go with James's theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can. Yeah. My theory is that uh, Dell's wife is in the trunk. Right. So now Neil has just invited this killer into his into his home. Yes. Yes. And he's had Neil help him drag this body across <laughs> the Midwest. That's funny as hell. That's so terrible. But that's, again, I don't subscribe to it, but that's really entertaining. Yeah, of course. If you go back and you know, watch the movie are, again, no, thinking about it. Yeah. No, no. There's... No. Like wish, you, wish you were with me right now. Well, that's not going to happen. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> yeah. You're in the trunk in the back. Yeah, yeah. So she's got it with him. And you said, you know, yeah, but his wife died six years ago. I was like, well, she'd be a hell of a lot lighter. Right. <laughs> that right. is true. Oh, right. She died eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, that, of course, that's not an actual. I no, don't think it, that has so anything to do with That's actually movie. your theory, or you read it somewhere. I put it. I pieced it together. Oh, that's okay. oh yeah. So yeah. that's an original. Yeah, that's original. That's that's brilliant. Uh, is anything original? I don't know. No. Well, I mean, we could start something here now. My mind yeah. just goes dark to dark places. Yeah, I thought maybe you'd read it somewhere. So yeah, no, that's that's brilliant. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, that's plain strange. Uh, Pass consider recommended. Oh my goodness, one hundred percent recommend anything Hughes does. Really, uh, I I I am biased completely when it comes to Hughes. I I think he's brilliant. But yeah, absolutely recommend. Uh, I think this movie hits on all levels, you know, I mean, and I just, I love it. Yeah. It's one of those classic thanks, uh, you know, there are no Thanksgiving movies. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, this is an excellent movie just in general. It's a good holiday movie. It's a good buddy movie, yeah. road movie. Uh, I thought this rep reminds me of, uh, what was it? Tommy boy with Chris Farley and yeah. David Spade. They said the same thing. Last it's it's night. very, very similar to that, but sure. this has more, heart oh yeah this and is... thought so totally recommend great yeah. movie yeah that's interesting. maybe they, i'd have to look that up i guess or, or, or i say look it up give it some some more thought um maybe you know maybe this and tommy boy are you know the same genre the same movie but it's where like david spade would be the steve martin character yeah. but in that one the the dale griffith john candy you know uh chris farley they're the, he's the main character so it's sure. reversed yeah, yeah it's odd um, couple road trip yeah, really? yeah, the odd couple, I guess. Yeah. Um, I do feel like this is the same movie as Due Date with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Galifianakis. Uh, and Galifianakis, I feel like they're the same. Yeah. the same never genre. Saw, never saw that. Um, they're, they're, that one's good. They're they're both good. I like this one better. Sure. Um, but um, yeah, they're they're both good, especially I guess the the Dale Griffith character, like John Candy, is more sympathetic. Um, and probably, you know, he's less weird than than Zach Galifianakis. But um, yeah, they're well, both good. Uh. But it's the same movie. It's a yeah. Sure. It, the plot is the same, but but it, interesting that I mean. you say that. Yeah. So, like Hughes took like so these are archetypal characters, like uh, um, due date or whatever. Same movie, but but he swapped out different archetypes, right? So, Galifianakis is the Dale Griffith character, but he's not the same archetype as Dale Griffith. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? fair enough. Yeah, because he's yeah. Because okay, yeah. uh, as soon as you started saying that, I, one of my favorite movies is. Um, the in-laws with uh, Peter Falk, not the remake or whatever. I think that is br- a brilliant comedy. I love that movie, but it's a road trip. Two guys, it's the same story, except uh, uh, Neil is a dentist, Alan Arkin, 
and Dale Griffith is, is Peter Falk, who is this off-the-reservation, insane CIA agent who has been disavowed and gotten poor Alan Arkin involved in this plot <laughs> of his own making that is not sanctioned by the CIA. <laughs> and right. it is, and they could wind up going down to uh, Guadalajara or some place in South America. Oh, my God. Poor Alan Arkin is just... <laughs> that sounds like a great movie. Yeah, oh my it god, good. It, it, it's, it. it's an older movie, but uh, it, it, it <laughs> is pure. I, and it's the same movie: road trip, two guys, change. But instead of you know the lovable Dell, it's a, a insane CIA agent versus a uptight yeah. dentist. Uh, yeah. So cool. so you you could and that's the uh, so like the, I've read um, the Tools of Comedy by I can't remember his name now, but he he's a big consultant in Hollywood. He does a lot of, you know for comedies and this kind of thing. And they'll talk about your archetypes and what the ancient Greeks, blah, blah, blah. They would tell the same story almost every night. And they would just swap out the archetypes. Nice. So instead of, you know, the, the tyrant and, the, and the, the, the trickster, they would next night they would just swap out, say, the virgin and the, the lech. Same story, but you swap out those characters, and now all of a sudden the movements are different, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's, that's why maybe there are only 10 genres, but you, 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 you tell this story with two different characters— it's the same story, but you're gonna have different dynamics and different. Yeah, for sure. You know, did we ever uh, say what this movie is? Buddy comedy. It's oh, like we did. It's a buddy love. It's buddy love. Oh, I what? think it's, it, he has it as a golden fleece. Yeah. Oh really? Ooh. Uh, I think so. Uh. Yeah, my gut instinct said buddy love, but. Because it's, it's a road trip. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a, uh, yeah. Because you gotta have a journey, right? A trip, and you gotta have the. Yeah, he's got a plane, trains, automobiles, Satan, Ryan, Ocean's Eleven, and Maria Full of Grace are the ones he... And those are Golden Fleece. Yeah, Golden Fleece is so a team, a trip, and then the, the prize at the end. Okay. Yeah, yes, I believe that's... that's yeah, that's, that's right. Hmm. A road, a team, and a prize. Yep. Okay. Well... What is... Uh, what's Buddy Love in there? Like, you mind finding it real quick? Uh, yeah, Buddy Like Love. the requirements for Buddy Love? Uh, an incomplete hero, a counterpart, an incomplete hero, a counterpart, and a complication. So an incomplete hero who is mis... Missing something physical, ethical, or spiritual, a counterpart who makes the completion come about, and a complication, be it a misunderstanding, personal, or ethical, or or the prudish disapproval of society. So, uh, I, I'm up to I'm, I'm on yeah, board. The first two really fit. The yeah, complication, uh, maybe not. You know, I mean, there's lots of with the flight. I mean, the, the being stuck together. Yeah, maybe yeah. not. That's where it becomes a, a road trip, which yeah. is so I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking. Buddy Love was my instinct, and I was, but I was trying to, I was curious to see where I was off, you know, and like yeah. if I was way off. And yeah, I guess those first two kind of fit, but that third one, maybe not. So, what movies does he have as Buddy Love? Lethal Weapons one. Yeah, he's got uh, the Black Stein. Like any Buddy Cop movie, like you were saying, is, yeah. is falls under the Buddy Love stuff. He's got Lethal Weapon, When Harry Met Sally, Titanic, and Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, yeah, because any because it's love, right? So any two characters, yes. like it, it doesn't have doesn't have to be like yeah, a buddy cop. Because leave the weapon, stuff. they don't go on a road trip. It's them interacting. Yeah, so the complications. So yeah, I guess the road trip makes it, it has to make it a golden fleece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Because your team can be two or eleven. Right, know? right, so. right. Absolutely, Sherry. <clears throat> okay, uh, I hope this makes sense because I'm trying to think how I want to put this into words. Sure. When I first started watching it, what came to mind was. Lucy and Ethel. While I like Lucy and Ethel stories, they just, they make me so nervous. And this, the beginning of the movie just made me nervous of all the things that kept going wrong and, and everything. She is very much a Neil, like her archetype is very much a Neil. And that's what I was going to say. <laughs> when I was younger, maybe I would have enjoyed the movie more. Yeah. 
But the older I get, the more I can relate to him. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, this is not good. You know, we should do that though. We'll the, go around the table and find out. You know, oh my all of us, gosh, we the, say the who shower. We are. Yeah. So the shower Neil. scene. Yeah. When y'all were talking about, I was like, mm-hmm. the no. water running out of the mess when he opens the, the mess. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, the, the mess. Swamp. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, the whole, up, you son of a. The Cracker Jackson bed. Yeah, I, well, I love that been, when he rolls over in the morning and there's they're all stuck to his pajamas. Yes, grown men wearing pajamas too is funny. I just would have been. I can't yeah. deal with you. I just can't deal with you. <laughs> but um, like I said, I think it may have even started with the woman at the, the car rental counter, counter. I was just laughing so hard at Steve uh, Martin. I do love Steve Martin. But it took me until about that point to actually start enjoying the movie. Sure. Because the rest was with, too stressful? The rest was too okay. stressful. But then when they rented the car and then when it – Finally caught on fire. I'm sitting there just, I'm just laughing. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, the end was really good. I, I mean, the end was so yeah. good. Sherry definitely thinks things ought to be a certain way. Oh my gosh, yes. Well, uh, it, it definitely oh. it, it tightens the screws and it, and it releases itself there at the end. Yeah. Of we've all been in that situation, and it gets to the point where things get so bad, you might as well just laugh and say, "How?" And maybe that's up what it be? is. Maybe it's just like okay. Yeah, right. And when the car catches on fire, and you're like, these guys are still going, you might as well laugh about it. Yeah, well, even Steve Martin at that point is exactly, you know, reaches. So, who are you? Are you Neil or are you Dale, Philip? Okay, so like when we're driving, like ask Sherry about the parking situation next door. There's a bunch of people live next door and they have a bunch of cars, and sometimes they park in front of our house. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. You would think. That they have, you know, they're invading. That they're, they're well, do- they they run a dog fighting ring or something. Well, no. Is- what's worse is when they park in the grass. Okay, sure, but it's on their property. It's on their property, but it's in the grass. But and it, you know, so it doesn't bother you. So you no. think you're definitely more she, easy go. She's upset. Oh, they're parking in front of her house. I said, do we park there? No. Do we need to park there? No. Do we have people coming over? No. Well, who cares, right? We're driving, and you know, on the highway, people drive like idiots. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just an accepted thing. Okay. They're going to drive like idiots. You know, if I if I go a little bit below the speed limit, they all go past me and I don't have to deal with yep. them. Right? No, no, no. Sherry's neck and neck with them and bitching at them the whole time. I'm like, Sherry. I don't. I don't I, every time we get on the road, it's the same. I'm like, Sherry, you drove before, you're going to drive tomorrow, it's going to be the same. So I, at right. this but point, I they're doing I am, it wrong. They're doing it wrong. I flashed my lights this morning at someone who okay, ran the stop mistake, sign. Mistake. <laughs> That's just my life philosophy is expectations. Yeah, have the expectations that people are going to be stupid. Yep, and and go remove yourself. If it's seventy, I go sixty-five in and the I let them go. In the slow lane, in the right-hand yep. lane, and so I let them go. Both of you, Phil and James, are, are Dale. Yes, and I, Sherry's a Neil. I would say <laughs> yes. I'm eighty-five percent Dale. Sure, things bother me. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, when I lose it, yeah, you can't be one hundred percent. Yeah. Because uh, I'm, I'm definitely more Neil. Like, I'd love sure. to be Dale, but I'm fucking Neil. Oh, I know right. you were Neil when we when, when yeah. I first looked at Lowe's oh, and yeah. I shoved that fucking blue card down the aisle. <laughs> Angry Chris. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, I thought I was doing you a favor bringing him in. I just shoved it down the aisle and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I guess in the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was annoyed that you. Uh, I don't. You you didn't put them in the right spot. You no, I just. On, I, no, I didn't. I, shot, I don't. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't remember what it was. I think it was they weren't in the right spot. First, right. Right. Just, just like we're talking about with this whole movie. Like if I would just slow the fuck down and well, appreciate that someone else 
brought some carts in that I didn't have to fucking go get. Sure, well. Be a lot happier, but nope. Instead, I'm bitching about because the carts are goddamn crooked or whatever right, they because were. Because of expectations. Yeah, yeah. Not, and my expectations are high, and yeah, I still struggle well, with that. And on some level, and, that's good. You should have a high standard, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. High expectation for yourself, yes. But other people. But yeah. other people, keep your expectations no, and that's where I low. Should, yes. For, and on, that's right. Yeah, I want other people to, like, sure, you're doing it wrong. Like, I 100% was on board with her as soon sure. as she said that. Because she's absolutely fucking right. Yeah. There's a way to drive, and you're doing it wrong, dickhead. And they are doing it you know? wrong. Yeah. 100%. But what can I do about it? What can it? I do? You're right. It's going to happen tomorrow, and it's going to happen sure. in five minutes. <laughs> you know? Right. For sure. I, and, and trying to <clears> fix that <throat> is, is is asinine. Like, uh, I always go back to, like, uh, I was a team leader at Lowe's and was frustrated with the way things were going, and somebody told me, you know what, Chris, if you don't like it, become a manager and fix it. All right, I will. And I was naive enough to think I could do that. Right, That's sure. Tough. Yeah, yeah. Uh very, Boy, very they dumb. sucker you into that. Yeah, they did. Hook, line, and sinker. I bought it. And then realized, oh, wow, I'm the idiot. Yep. Yeah. Huh? Uh, so, yeah. Every four years, we vote thinking it's going to make a difference. <laughs> right. And, uh, you true. know, oh, my Every... God, there's Republicans. So we vote Democrat. See, oh, my that, God, there's Democrats. See, on so that, vote... I'm very Dale. Like, I hadn't voted in years because I didn't like either yeah. one of them. So, uh, whatever. And what? Yeah. Uh, I know what... that's terrible thing to say right now is, is a hot topic of it, as it is. But yeah, uh, show me someone worth voting for and I'll vote. Right. right. We Which vote is... like it's going to fix something. Anyway. <laughs> So recommend, pass, consider? Recommend. Yeah, sure. Nice. Yeah, so all around, unanimous. John Hughes, man. He's the man. Happy like Thanksgiving. Yeah, I happy like these holiday episodes. They're awesome. Yes. So happy Thanksgiving. Be like Dell. Uh, That's right. All right. Anything else? Good. We are out. Man, I tell you, it, mm-hmm. it nails it for me. Unless you go with James's theory. Yeah, yeah. took a Xanax and I was out. <laughs> I have a note about that. It's the odd couple on steroids. He keeps tripping over what's right in front of him. Yeah. Because Neil has expectations. If I'm John Hughes, I'm like, put the camera on John and let him go. That was that scene is why Steve Martin took this. He Neil thinks that this is the way you get things done. This is actually where I started enjoying the movie. Dell with that damn seat. <laughs> they make me so nervous. But the older I get, the more I can relate to him. <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. deal with you. I just can't deal with you. <laughs> All around, unanimous. John Hughes, man. He's the man. Happy Thanksgiving. Be like Dell. Uh, That's right. All right.